Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. So easy to put limits on ourselves in life and maybe not even from stuff our teachers have told us or our parents or just circumstances, but stuff that we come up with in our own head that keeps us in a box. We know ourselves sometimes a little too well, or at least we think we do. It's like, yep, this is my limit. This is as far as I can go. Well, and I think it's great to have that truth that can help you shatter those limits, whether it's, you know, you want to start a family or a career change or you want to move and this stuff that you're so terrified to do. But I'm grateful that God is there as that soft place to land. And I was kind of, you know, meditating, reading, praying this morning and, and just hearing the words of there is no limit to him. And he fills in all the spaces in our lives, whatever that is and whatever area in life that you're looking at and you're just hoping and praying for change. Talk to God about that. The intimate details that he cares so much about. He is in it. Every little thing he is in it. You know you're getting old when... Like, I'm looking at my hand right now. I woke up yesterday morning with a splinter in my hand. And it wasn't in your hand when you went to bed. It was not there when I went to sleepy sleeps. So I don't know what happened. Like, we have a normal mattress. We don't sleep on a bed of straw or anything else. Like, I have... And it hurts. It's right in the middle of my hand. My right hand. I'm right-handed. Ow! One of two things. Either you're sleepwalking no. and you're doing some handiwork like well, hammer and nails and oops, you got a splitter. Also, no. Or one of your kids are out to get you. Ah, I could have <laughs> done without that. Good morning, Dad. Yeah, why are you in here? One of those stories they make Hollywood movies after. Get this Japanese swimmer. Her name is Rikako. I think that's how you say it. That's I like it. She has qualified for the Summer Olympics, which in itself yes. is an incredible accomplishment. Congratulations. Just two years after she was diagnosed with leukemia. Excuse me? What? Battling that disease qualifies for the Summer Olympics. Cheapers. Are you kidding me? Just the fight in this woman, the wow. drive, the just vision to go after her goal and she's making it happen. I know nothing about swimming and what they do, but girl, you go with your bad self. That's all I got. That's amazing. So you're hearing this and you're not an Olympic athlete. That's fine. Yeah. But chances are you may have walked through the unthinkable or you know someone who has. You can start the day with some strength by sharing that this morning. 614-479-1049. It's one of those weird random stats that can catch your attention a little bit. 72% of all adults live within 20 miles of where they grew up. I would have never guessed that was true. It's a really high number. Yeah. I For you. I, I understand it. Um, I've never looked down on people who want to travel or move away from home, but I am not that person. <laughs> I live three miles from my childhood house. Yeah. I go to the same church I was born into. Yeah. Um, for a while, I worked at the high school where I went to school. Like, I am a homebody. You're a homeboy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's safe. It's comforting. I know my way around. I know the people around. And that's all I need. I've never had much desire <laughs> to uproot and go start again somewhere else with my family. 
that's terrifying. Okay. Me. I want to expand yeah. this out a little bit more because you and I are not completely different. Like, no. I only live an hour from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. But just, I want to see across the spectrum here. What are we looking at in Central Ohio? Yeah, okay. So, you know, are people more like you? Are they more like, let's explore the world. Life is short. (laughs) Travel, yay. Yeah, I want to do a little bit of research on this and find out where we're at. Okay, so um, chime in. How close do you live to your childhood home? And of course, no wrong answers. 614-479-1049. Scientists who are super smart uh, somehow deciphered this information. 72% of adults live within 20 miles of their childhood home. Eyebrows raised, big wow face emoji. That was shocking to me. Christy, what about you? I live five minutes from where I grew up. Now, was that your plan or it just kind of happened? It just kind of happened. I, through my life, I've lived in Lancaster, Pickerington, and then back to Lancaster because of having grandchildren, being, you know, close to grandparents, so, you know, needing a babysitters and such. And then when I got divorced, I got the ability to purchased my grandparents' home oh. that my grandparents built. And so that's where I'm at now. I love mm-hmm. that. It's amazing what family does and it continues to live on through you. Yes, and I feel guilty that I'm making updates on it, but Nuh-uh. I was told by my neighbor because I was doing a lot of work like on the outside garage because she goes, your grandfather would be so very proud of you. And I'm like, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. Things may look really familiar in your surroundings for a long period of time. A lot of adults live close to where they grew up. Brittany, how about you? Only about 30 minutes now, um, but I moved, I went off to college in Georgia because I thought that I wanted to be out of state and Uh just, you know, get away from it all. And then I did a study abroad program in France as well. And then I ended up back home. I never thought I would. I don't know, at the end of the day, I want to be close to family and friends. Okay, that's precious, but is there any part of you? (laughs) I mean, France, I've been there once myself, Mm. and it's glorious. And then living in the South is beautiful. Is there any part of you that regrets a little bit not living somewhere else? Are you completely content? Oh, no, I'm not completely content. In the warm weather, I'm good, but when it's cold, I'm like a reptile, and I don't produce my own body heat, I swear. I need, like, a heating rock to lay on. Um, So, yeah, I'm convinced that every winter is going to kill me. (laughs) Those are the times that I regret it. (laughs) This just got real. You know you're getting old when... (laughs) So, I'm at my sister's softball game last night. She is 23 years younger than me. Oh, geez. Uh, So, just a whole weird thing there, but I love supporting her in any way. So, we're there at the game, and I'm just like reliving my glory days through watching her and blah, blah, blah. We go to leave the game, and I get up to get out of the bleachers. My body hurt just from sitting on those metal hard bleachers. You know all the grandparents around you who are sitting on like the cushions or the little chairs that strap on you? Watch your mouth. (laughs) How many sandwiches does it take to make a pyramid? Three, right? Just stack them Uh, up. Yeah. Three. Uh, How many does it take to bring your mom to see the pyramids? Now that's a lot more. Uh, Dustin. He's an adult son serving up Philly cheesesteaks to earn money to take his mom, Gloria, all the way to Egypt. (gasps) She was diagnosed last year with terminal cancer, and she's always wanted to go and take her family. Mm. The thing is, sales are soaring, so they are gonna get there. He is all in for Mama's dream trip. 
my son, mm. Liam, is only six years old right now. If I raise a man to be there for his mama like this man has been there for his mama, mm-hmm. I have done my job. It's the crazy things you yep. do for love. I decided, why not throw this out to the Facebook world and just see what someone might say, the craziest thing you've done for someone you love. And Peggy chimed in with this. Okay. My husband, when I had rotator cuff surgery, would shave my underarms because they itched so bad. <laughs> that is love. Here's the thing. I know these people. I went to high school with their son. What? I know them. I did not need to know this. <laughs> you are a survivor. We have all gone through hard things. And you need to claim that name for yourself because you are. And you can share your story like Trina. Good morning. I want to tell you my story. I'm going to start crying. Last July, I was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. I had it in my brain and I had it in my lymph nodes. And to make a long story short, it's all gone. So you have to keep praying and you have to stay positive. I stayed positive through this whole thing. And believe it or not, I had to hold up my family and my friends because they're all crying. And I'm like, no crying allowed, you guys. No crying. Y'all supposed to be holding me up, but I'm holding you all up. And I've had so many prayer warriors, but it is possible. You can beat it. You can beat it because I never thought stage four that I would be able to beat this. I don't know what God's got planned in the future years, but all we can do is keep praying. You got to celebrate the wins even when you don't get the victory. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's here's what I mean. My son drew, 13 years old, last track meet last night. First time I've seen him run the mile. I didn't know he did this event. He hadn't done it much this year. He's not the fastest kid. He's not the slowest. So he's right about in the middle most of the time. And he got left behind pretty quickly. Like after the first corner, it's like, oh, okay, that's just kind of where he's going to finish. But Mary, he came back. Oh. I mean, this is four laps. You've got time to make up ground if you really put your mind to it. He finished third. (gasps) Third. Okay, then. In the mile. You're surprised now. Listen to this. He got his personal best time, five minutes and 48 seconds running a mile. Dude. 13 years old. And so I'm just praising him up and down, driving him home last night. Just so excited for him. But we've talked about this before. Drew doesn't really celebrate himself a lot. So in true Drew form, he told me, well, our team's fastest runner wasn't there. He was sick tonight. His personal best is 522. So I'm here's how I'm going to fix this, because I can't change how my son thinks about it. I'm going to fix it by changing my son's name. He's no longer Drew. Today and forevermore, he's Eeyore. That's where we're at. You have been through some hard things. And it's amazing how God shows up in those places. You can share your story. Tony, good morning. Just wanted to say that God has been so wonderful to me through this whole pandemic. Um, I work in assisted living, and I've seen a lot of people come and go. But God has given me strength. He's given me help for you know, anxiety, and God is helping me with that, and I praise mm. Him for it. What a gift. Yeah. Because it's it's been hard, yeah. and for you to give so much of yourself while you're dealing with your own stuff, but then to help others, my goodness, that does take a tremendous amount of strength and courage. And I, um, I work in the activities uh, area, so I'm the one responsible to help keep them happy, and God is just He's he's blessed me um, tremendously, and I'm, I just want to bless them. 
you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of them are in their last years, and I just want to make them happy and let them see Christ in me. Well, Tony, you are a blessing to them. I can tell just listening to you. Thank you so much for what you do, and thanks oh, for sharing. You're welcome. Have a great day, guys. You've been there. You walk into that new season of life, and you look around thinking, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Someone please come to my rescue. That's how it can feel being a parent, especially in those newborn uh, phases where so much going on and lack of sleep. And one of the weird things that I don't think we stop and think about enough is the amount of diaper changing and the amount of diapers it requires to keep this baby clean. Feels constant. Yeah. Constant. Yeah. So I think back to that stage and I'm so glad we had the resources to cover things for my little guy. Mm -hmm. But now as I step back and I I try to look at a bigger world and other moms in need, it's a chance to step up and help out. Because imagine how tough it would be if you didn't have the resources of diapers every single day for your baby. I mean, they use thousands before the potty train, just just thousands Thousands. of them. That's why the River Today teaming up with Bottoms Up Diaper Drive, there's a diaper drive happening in the River's parking lot this afternoon. Chad, from uh, your work day, uh, when he's on the air with you while you're working, he's going to be there. Mm -hmm. Would love to meet you. Just swing through any store where you get anything, you know, and and you're going to get those diapers, grab some wipes too, maybe, and just Mm -hmm. swing by. You'll get all the details at our website. It's riverradio.com. But this is for the moms who can't on their own. They want to. They're doing their best, and they need a hand Mm -hmm. right now. You can provide it. The Diaper Drive. Find out more. Riverradio.com. It's happening this afternoon. Love will make you do crazy things. Mandy described it this way. In 2015, even though my husband worked third shift, he drove me and was with me for every chemotherapy infusion and then went to work afterwards. I'm now six years cancer-free, and I thank God for him daily. I remember when we wondered, should we do it? Can we do it? Is this the right time to do it? A major decision, and you might be at that place too. My name is Josh, and my wife and I decided, yeah, it's time to sell our house and purchase a new one. Our family's too big for this little wonderful place. United Faith Mortgage was with us the entire step of the way. They've been with the River 2 now for years, years and years and years, because they believe their core is the same as ours, faith and family. And they want to save your family lifelong money and save you some stress, too, by paying your appraisal fee. $300 to $500 savings, it goes right back in your pocket. And United Faith Mortgage wants to be a part of this amazing life-changing process where you put yourself out there, you dream, you imagine, and then you find yourself in your brand new home. For my wife and I, they got us in there and closed in less than 30 days. And it's simple to get started. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.